There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las, Las Culturistas calling. And what a happy day. Mm. A really blissful, wonderful day for the Rogers family. Can I say, in the words of Taylor, I see sparks fly whenever you smile, etc. I thought you were going to sing Today Was a Fairy Tale. You know, that would have been actually more apt because today was. Today is the day that my sister got engaged. Bravo. Not bravo. I meant to say mazel tov. Well, you know, that actually is a, that says a lot about you, that you would that you would congratulate a woman on an engagement. I, I didn't mean you're the well, patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh, my God. You're going to have to like do um, you're going to have to give a speech do in about think? a year. Of course you are. I guess you're right. Like, I, I you know, what's funny? I, I don't know how, how you feel, but I'm never really like involved in the weddings I go to. No, neither am I. You're not involved in the wedding in any way. But like you're going to have to like if there's like if she's going to do a rehearsal dinner or something, that's usually when like the sibling talks. OK, if, you know, like I think I think you will be asked to say something, especially as a performer. I mean, I guess I'll have to get over my stage fright, huh? Mm-hmm. I'll have to get over uh, that limp dick feeling I get in front of people when I have to perform. You know what Ooh. I mean? It's just honey, really I think tough. you're in the wrong business. Oh, mama. You go limp? Honey, I, I can't even pivot to OnlyFans li- li- like this. I go <sighs> limp dick in front of crowds. What's going to happen when I go limp dick in front of uh, the bottom du jour? Uh, the bottom du jour. Oh. Listen, sorry, God. Front runner of title of that. Sorry, sorry God. Sorry, God. Now, listen, um, also wanted to say... Uh, 
quick shout out to my sister whose birthday it also is today. Happy and birthday, she just Chelsea. got a new job. So this is like a big Chelsea episode. A lot of big changes. We <laughs> think this is all going in the right direction. What am I saying? I'm like, <laughs> can you tell I'm out of it? I, I've no, been I working think you're all nervous. Day. I'm nervous. I am nervous. Can I say? I am nervous. But that's okay. Legend in the Zoom. Legend in the Zoom. Uh, you know how I get when I when the legend is in the Zoom. I, I kind of get all, um, I don't know, flustered. I think it's just actually like, truly, it, 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 it's a moment for me whenever I'm around the guests. Because you can imagine, like, ima- so imagine this. You're nervous. You, Bo and Yang. Imagine this. I'm working in the writer's room at Q-Force. Okay? I know. I the know. animated series that... Really, let's let's be real. The, this man was the star of it, okay? Let's EP be real. star, major yeah. creative force behind the gig. So here I am. It's he's really, you know, he's my BOSS boss. He's coming in. I find out, you know, we're gonna meet him. And it's the table read, babe. Okay? It's gonna be the big table read. And, they and say you're to me, reading at it. They say to me, We haven't found the right person for this one part. You gotta read the part. And you're gonna sit next to Sean and read the part. So now I'm thinking, nervous. Mama, I'm shaking in my boots. I'm limp dick. I'm, he, he's coming in. He's going to be Sean Hayes. I'm going to have to be Matt Rogers. And then guess what happened? It was successful and we struck up. You're not going to believe it. A friendship. A friendship. Oh, oh, oh my, my God. Fucking God. Sorry, God. Sorry, God. I really just, I've only ever loved this man and just hearing uh, you work, hearing you work with him. Hearing I these you. stories, you called me, but but just every day you would just come to me with some wonderful anecdote about our guest. And I was like, oh, this of course he's like this. Of course he's wonderful. Truly a joyful presence and mm-hmm. one that you one that is undeniable. And it's been like this. Can we just say that we hashtag been new? We've been new. We hashtag been new. Can we say we hashtag been new? <laughs> yeah. We actually been new. That our guest today was truly a comedic cultural icon. And can I say, I think per, per chance, maybe the best physical comedian of his generation, I would say. Like, uh, and, and this agree. moves beyond, but when you go back and watch like Will and Grace from the beginning, just a savant. He would like s- go into a squat within like microseconds as Jack. You know, Jack would like every now and then like demonstrate things and like within like, a half a second, you would see his 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 upper body just like drop to the floor somehow. It's like Chaplin, how is he doing that, this? Sh- let me say something about that. Chaplin, fa- that that fag, Chaplin, <sighs> shaking in his grave, twisting and turning in his grave because you know he was bested by our guest, Matt. What are the credits? Let me tell you about the credits. Okay, so this is sort of the new iconic next chapter. Okay, became like a pioneer of modern podcasting, mm. the Smartless podcast. Wow. With little known uh, household names, we should say Jason Bateman and Will Arnett. This podcast is absolutely huge, Bo. It's a huge podcast. And they're all, people say that like, oh, Matt and Bowen, they get on their guests level, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. No. Not like Bateman and Hayes and Arnett. Somehow it feels like you're listening in on a conversation with the Sandra Bullock. Uh, honey. Somehow it feels like you're listening to a conversation with, um, you know, the Jimmy Fallon. Heard of him? Uh, heard of Jimmy? <laughs> heard of her? What if we ever got you Sandra will. Bullock on this podcast? Would we act? Like, shut up! You didn't. All we right. didn't announce you yet. You're not. Okay. You're not here. You're not here. Don't upset me. I could. I could. I could try and put, figure it out. 
Sandy would do it. Oh my God, wait, I forgot that you know her. Okay, that's the crazy thing about the whole Bowen Yang of it all. He suddenly knows these people. No, no, no. Sandy texted um, him. Can I just say, oh, listen to me. I will reveal something. I did, today I did ADR for the upcoming film, The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Getting great buzz. Getting great buzz, starring Patty Harrison. Um, and I think it's going to be a really fun movie. You were saying that from the very beginning. You were like, I have to say, this is giving me like really funny, like miscongeniality, like early aughts, like honest yes. to God, funny comedy, like but talking about the heartstrings vibes, hashtag. Hashtag. After. Anyway, the, the answer is maybe Sandra Bullock would do it. I don't know. I mean, like, I do think there is this unfortunate phenomenon now where a lot of people are like, anytime someone comes through SNL, someone's like, <laughs> our, guest. <laughs> our, guest is, our guest is making some calls. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anytime someone comes through SNL now, I, I all I get are DMs that are saying, get Katy Perry on the yeah. pod. I'm when like, is Ariana no. DeBose on the pod? I'm like, I think that they're busy, y'all. I think that they're busy campaigning for awards, but yeah. um, smartless. Oh my gosh. And they're also and hypochondriactor. Hypochondriactor with Dr. Priyanka Wally. Yes, mom. And so basically, those are the big podcasts at the moment. You, of course, know our guest from his iconic turn, as as my mom said today when I told um, her he was coming on the podcast. Oh, my God, just Jack. Just I was Jack. like, of course, Will, iconically Jack on Will and Grace, Emmy winner. Um, awards are everything. Um, like, like I was saying, my co-star, I, my eyes go cross-eyed on Q-Force, loved that. And in March... You're never going to believe that the man is storming the stage, okay? Storming the stage because he's going to be uh, seen in Chicago's Goodman Theater starring in Goodnight Oscar, okay? Did you see him in Promises, Promises? I did. I saw him in Promises, Promises with the one I, and only Kristen, Kristen Chenoweth. Chenoweth. Two legends. Okay, you know what? It's time. We, we've been doing this for it's a long time. time. We've been dilly-dallying and it's Dilly-dallying. Here we go. Please welcome... Sean, Sean Hayes! Guys, I got a hard out in five. Okay. No, come what, on. What do you want to? What do you want to do? Do you want to do? Let's Don't do the do career that. retrospective now. What if you guys are like, this guy <laughs> hasn't really done like he's done a like, you know him from. Let's just bring him on. Like, <laughs> what if I was like, you know him from Win a Date with Tad Hamilton? <laughs> You were good I mean, in that, I, though. I pull that one out all the time. <laughs> That's a good one. Underappreciated. So I wanted to comment so many times while you guys were talking. I couldn't okay. hold it in. What were your big pulls? Yeah, do you remember, remember them? I don't remember okay. now because they flee. That's, your memory is gone. Your it's like gone. fame. They flee like fame. They're fleeting. <laughs> <laughs> they flee <laughs> like flame. Well, we, oh, fame. well like fame. fame. <laughs> What's going I'm on? I'm a kitty now. Fame, fame is fleeting. How do you feel about um, that we saw you in Promises, Promises? We both yeah. separately saw you in Promises, Promises. That's a good one. Okay, so Promises, that's so nice. They named it twice. So my friend, <laughs> Dax Shepard, so my mom came to see that show. Uh, you know, Dax Shepard is involved? No, he came to see it. And oh, so, got it. So I'm sorry, I'm jumping around. But my mom came to see the show when she was like in the deep throes of Alzheimer's. Uh-huh. And so, of course, Dax Shepard came up with the most brilliant joke ever because if you don't laugh about Alzheimer's, you cry, which I've done plenty of. So this yeah. is okay because it's my mom and I'm making fun of it. Okay. So my mom and my mom would have laughed. He <laughs> said, uh, thank God it's called Promises, Promises. <laughs> <laughs> I... Loved that show, but Me I would too. say I, I, I as as brilliant as Katie Finneran was, and I believe a Tony win for that. Yes, yeah, she won the Tony. Yeah. Then I heard Molly Shannon joined. The oh, best ever, yeah. come on now! Molly Shannon took over. She made me pee. She was so funny. So <laughs> they both were one of the best. Yeah, I love I love Molly. I worked with Molly 
so many times. I hosted Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. uh, on her, her last show. Oh, oh really? Host, yeah, her very last show. When she said she played Catherine, Car- Mary Catherine Gallagher, and she came out and played. She goes, uh, she played uh, "Schools Out Forever," right? And then on the last speech, she goes, "Last show." Uh, <laughs> yeah, great. And she, she lives so best. close to me. She's. A good I know your neighbors. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. And see, like that's. And now, Bowen, you're part, which is so impressive. You're part of an institution. You're part of the history of this massive institution. It's so exciting. I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you. I don't know you, but I'm proud of you. And I'm, uh, it must just feel so cool. Thank you. That's very nice. I, um, I also remember when cast members left the show. That yeah. was a different time when <laughs> cast members actually... <laughs> back in the day when back people in the day eventually when people decided moved to hang on. Um, well, we'll leave that in. We'll leave that in. Why not? They, they can, the, my, my, my coworkers can can handle that. Um, oh my God. But promises, promises. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how long did that run for? Well, how long were you there? That was a year. That was a year. Um, there's so many, I could, we could fill this whole thing with so many stories from there. But <laughs> one time, one time, Kristen, uh, uh, because she hadn't eaten that day, she was running around like crazy. Uh-huh. But she did the whole show. And then I, we come up for, you know, we see each other backstage in the wings because we came out from opposite sides and joined in the center. Yes. And, went down. and so I looked at her and I was like, that's weird. Kristen's not standing there. Uh-huh. And then I looked down and like the Wicked Witch of the West legs, you know, the legs were sticking out of the house. <laughs> she the passed out? out, passed out on the ground. Legs are sticking out underneath the curtain. And I was like, and the stage manager goes, go. And I'm like, but she's not, she's, she's on not, the- go. And I went out and I was like, what? And all the cast was like, where's Kristen? And then finally she came out like five minutes later. <gasps> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that one. There's another story where a woman um, threw up in the middle of the show, like the 10th row up, uh, the 10th row in. <laughs> and then she got escorted out, came back, threw up again. Broadway, See, yeah, that's, Broadway, and, that, and that's Broadway, baby. And she was a reviewer, and that was that was my review of my performance. <laughs> <laughs> he made me throw up twice. <laughs> I I threw up and I threw up again. <laughs> There's this other guy who's who was in the show. Uh, you, you may know him. His name is Brooks Ashmanskis. Yes, I've seen Brooks Ashmanskis in the prom. Yeah, he was the prom. He stole the show in the prom. He's yeah. brilliant. He's a really good friend. He's one of the most incredible actors, funniest mm-hmm. people alive. Such a big heart. He's just a great human being. And uh, he, <laughs> this is so funny. I haven't told this story ever. But the, um, so right before the curtain goes up in the show, there was the announcement, right, to the audience. Uh, no flash photography, no recording, please, blah, 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 blah and enjoy the show. And there's just a beat of silence. <laughs> and when the curtain goes up, the entire cast is frozen on stage in the silhouette. Right? <laughs> and so every single night, eight shows a week for a year, Brooks would say something in that one <laughs> breath of silence to make us all laugh. Shenanigans. Like, no flash photography, blah, 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 and enjoy the show. My asshole is bleeding. No. Da, 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 da. And we would all be dying. It was so funny. <gasps> Wow. That sounds wow. like that sounds like camp. Guys. You know? That sounds like going to camp. Because it's like theater folk. We're theater folk. We just make fun. We have fun. We fun. We, we, we love to as, as as theater folk, as show people. Show you know, folk. it's really just it's really just about sticking sticks together and making a set and it's just playtime, you know? In a show backstage <laughs> and in front of the stage. 
a joy to watch and listen a to. A joy to watch and listen to. Wait, but see, now wait. So you guys have been doing this show for like five, six years for real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. How many episodes? You know, I actually counted. Are we 250 now? Where are we? I think. No, this is like 286. We're coming up wow. on 300. We're coming up on 300? Well, we have to yeah. do some big thing. Okay. Well, we're going to have to do a big thing because, Sean, we kind of, I don't know what you guys do on your podcast, but we kind of like to do a big thing when we have like a big episode <laughs> number. We kind of have to, we like to like, you know, have like a big event, you know? Okay, so what was what was the 200 event? What was the 100 event? Oh, well, there was no 100 event, was there? No, there was no 100 event. But 200 was two summers ago. And let me two, tell you. Yeah. So, so when you say you always do it, you did it once. We did it once. I mean, the way we did it at 200 was so major that, like, I, I feel like we we will have to keep the tradition going. Matt, we you, did you the top it? 200 moments in culture, and oh, really? we listed the top 200 moments in pop culture history. Oh, that's great. and it was a three episode extravaganza. And Six hours. You could really say it put us on the map. They <laughs> say that it was Bowen Yang's real SNL audition, even though he had been working there for a well That's over, right. Well oh, over two wow. years. Yeah. And I must say, since you <laughs> mentioned in the thing, that the Q-Force that, that Matt, Matt, first of all, stole, you stole the show. Stole Q-Force. Completely, truly, honestly, hand to God, stole the show. Every scene, every episode. Was the Brooks Ashmonkis of Q-Force. I was the yeah, Brooks Ashmonkis. That's what they were all saying. Yeah. And while they were in the booth, they were like, this guy's like Brooks Ashmonkis. <laughs> yeah, except they, except they pronounced it Ashmanskis. Yeah. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but Matt, and that's when I like fell in love with you because I was like, who is Aww. this guy that I, I, I never knew came out of nowhere for me, came out of nowhere. And I was just like, I just think you were and are absolutely brilliant. I just, think Oh yeah. You are too, you're too much. And this it's is what true. I'm saying. It's like, you know, that, you know, here's the thing about you, Sean, you could walk in there and be a real cunt. Yeah. You could walk in there and be a real bitch and you could sort of be marching, giving marching orders. You can be like, I don't like this one. I don't like that one. You can come in with just like, you know, just like giving a real diva attitude. Yeah, and yeah. You, you don't. You 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 wake up every day and you decide to give. You decide to carry the light. And thank <laughs> you for that. Let me tell you. Um, maybe maybe I'm being a cut in a different way, but that that's a secret way. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's very nice. I it, life's too short. You know, you have to. We're here for five fucking minutes on this planet, and if the yeah. pandemic taught you anything, it's that. And. uh and you 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 do have a choice, right? You can you can show up and and be inclusive and uh, mm -hmm. joyful, or you can be a fucking dick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's also really nice to like enjoy enjoy like yeah. where you work. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you yeah. go in and it's just like the the vibes are positive, and it yeah. feels like um. Because honestly, that is, I do work better when that is the case. Yeah, for honestly. sure, everybody does. We have a big sign in my office at my company that says, "Be work hard and be nice." Yeah, that's really that's simple. It. That's re it's really simple. A lot of people don't understand that, but you know, uh, growing up poor too, like like uh, so poor, like shit mm -hmm. poor. How Make poor was he? he? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I was going to do uh, were you? So the the tense agreement there doesn't really match up. Sorry, listeners. Sorry, readers. Yeah, sorry about Wait, that. what did you say? The were. The tense agreements were all over the place. I, Matt said, how poor were you? No, was you he? said, was the, I was going to say, how poor were you? So I, it sounds a little bit jumbled. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm sort of holding up this whole conversation. No, I, I uh, so anyway, it's a great motivator to, to work hard and be nice. Mm. There you go. And be now appreciative. How, now, how poor were you? 
How far <laughs> were you? <laughs> well, we had one one summer in I'm mean, one summer one winter in Chicago. We had no heat for the whole winter, so it was fucking freezing in the house. And mm. so you you don't forget that, right? You never forget those days. Mm-mm, no, like the whole winter was 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 heaterless. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, we know hot water. Had to take cold showers. Was it not illegal back then, like it is now? I feel like that's <laughs> hot water. <laughs> <laughs> when hot water was illegal, I I feel like when did the, when did that? I wonder how like those housing laws came into effect. I genuinely like sort of. I I, I wonder when that happened for. What do you mean? How, we, we, I, I, it was because we couldn't pay our bills. That's oh, I see. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. No, I just, I just could... meant like. Okay, like and no, you, wasn't a you're all thing. entitled to. Okay, great. It, it was it was a oh, wow. dad leaving mom with five kids to raise on her own thing. They, that'll do it. And yeah. can I say something? That yeah, I like to take it down. I like to take it down. <laughs> oh no, no, we're we're perked up now. We're perked up. I'm listening. I'm um, I'm in. <laughs> now that's how we that's how we get to know you. We need to know the trauma. We need to know the struggle. We need to know where's he been that made him who he is because he didn't just wake up carrying the light. No, no, no. no. He's been through shit. I took a sled in the winter, went out, shot some game, and brought it home. <laughs> I'm not shooting game. Mask. Mask. You don't have to pretend with us, Sean. Okay, drop the straight act. Oh, yeah, exactly. Can you please for yeah, once in your goddamn we're not, life? We're not Will and Jason, okay? You don't have to like butch up for us. Yeah, oh my God, you should hear me. What was <laughs> it? We had Adam Sandler on. He was talking about, <laughs> he was ta- telling the funniest story about um, SNL and, and auditioning. And, and uh, he was on the, he was on the, I'm going to get this wrong. So, but it's something about he was on the phone. On the plane phone. Remember those that you could yeah. slide your credit card through and talk on the plane? Uh-huh. And, and he was like, but dad, I want to be a star or something. Like telling, talking to his dad on the plane. I go, well, that's not a conversation you can have quietly because you have to raise your voice <laughs> in the plane. So then I, my gay version of that was, I want to be a star! Like uh-huh. the back of the, <laughs> of the plane. You guys all met at poker? Yeah. That's uh, pretty straight. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I love, I love, I love game. Grew up with games like board, playing cards with my family all the time, mm. uh, with no heat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, and no cards. How do we warm up? Competition. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, 
bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, temp to hire, part time, or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. So Kyle Gass and, and um, Jack Black would have these poker mm. things at their at their place. And um, and so for like a year, maybe even two years, I don't even know, it was a really long time. Every Tuesday, uh, I would go join them and I would have that we would order pizza at the end of the night of, of taping of Will and Grace. And I would always ask to order one more and I would bring the pizza over to the poker night. We just laugh and have a good time. Mm. Do you guys like poker? Do you like it? There was a time when I, I really, in high school, my my friends and I, these were, I'm going to rock your world here, straight male friends. Uh-huh. They were, we got really into poker. And for a minute there, I got pretty good at it. But I have a naturally horrible poker face. Uh-huh. Show it to us. <laughs> <laughs> Here's me when I have a good hand. Uh, <laughs> oh, wide-eyed and excited. Yeah. Peering yeah. around, <laughs> I sort of look. I sort of like stay under my breath. I mean, mm. what do, do people say anything <laughs> about like there being any correlation between like being a good actor and having a good poker face? I feel like people probably that's a very first thought, the lazy thought to have. But it, there's no way that can be true. 
Yeah, I don't. I, I never had that in acting class. We never played poker <laughs> in acting class. Do you wish you did? Well, here's the thing. It's like, yes, as, yeah. <laughs> as an actor, you're expressive, right? And so right. you feel a lot. So I don't know about you, actors. This is now a roundtable, and it is award season, so it's great that we got <laughs> the gals together. This is Hollywood Actress Roundtable, Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, um, we have three girls in the running here today to talk about how <laughs> poker face and acting is two different things. And I, I want to say that if they did ask that question, it would be one a much better question than they do ask. Because if you ever watch those Hollywood Reporter those Best Actress Roundtables, it's always like, so when did you guys decide that you wanted to be an actor? And it's like, Jesus or Christ. Or it'll be like, when was the last time Time you um experienced a me too like they were they don't even yeah. phrase it right they don't like they phrase it in the crude like it'll right. be literally like when you experienced like what's the most racist thing someone said to you and it'll be like a table full of yeah people of color right. and they just know? go like, for it it's yeah. like can you that's remember not... can you remember a time when you felt like maybe you doubted yourself it's like <laughs> yeah idiot <laughs> Anyway, they're uh-huh. bad. They're bad questions. But I'm so happy I, the three of us could gather to discuss. I love that. Such Wait, what about what about? First of all, I have so many thoughts running through my head. First of all, Bowen, you're so good on the show. You're so good on Saturday Night Live. Thank and, you. And you make me, you make me and my husband laugh out loud. Scotty, 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 a talent. Yeah, he's also talented, Scotty. And um, do you? Wait, what was I going to ask you? What did I want to ask you about Saturday Night Live? Um, do I remember your sketch where Will comes in with the tiny oh, cell phone? <laughs> yeah, we remember it, okay? No, uh, shoot, it'll come back to me. I wanted to okay. say something about that. I remember when I was younger and I watched that sketch with you and the tiny cell phone. Oh. I, d- I, I assumed you were part of the cast, I, I think. Uh, At the time, I was just like, oh yeah, SNL cast member. Was that anything that was ever on your radar? Did you ever audition for them? No, but I, I wanted to do some insane thing where after Will and Grace was over the first time and I wanted, I told my agent, I was like, I think I'm going to go on Saturday Night Live or at least audition for it if it's possible. And mm. the whole agency was like, no, no, you're not doing that. Uh-huh. Like That would have been so rad and fun to just go from that to that. But Yeah, from like the, yeah. like the, the I, what did they used to call they don't really say this anymore but it was like the not ready for primetime players yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, they yeah. would say about them it's like okay this this gentleman has done primetime to great success but he's going back to that three thousand dollar an episode salary but yeah. <laughs> but you would have been great <laughs> but you, cause you, you did second city right yeah I, did. I was at second city in chicago i never performed on the main stage but i went through the, all the training programs and mm-hmm. did like, you know those little shows within there but um but yeah, I, I always admired all this, the, the people's journey from either the Groundlings or Second City or uh, IO in Chicago or, you know, Improv Olympic or whatever. Isn't there another one? Oh, yeah. UCB. Illinois. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, how did you, Bowen, do? I'm always fascinated by that journey. Uh, well, I was I was kind of like you. Um, I was taking classes, but I never got into like the, the actual like theater sanctioned groups that performed there. Matt did. Matt was on a sketch team, but I just took the classes. I paid a lot of money to not be actually in the system, but I was just like, well, at least I have the training. And then Matt and I would, would do sketch comedy together. And uh, I don't yeah. know, my, my managers just told me to put in a tape one time, one year. And I was oh, just like, oh, this is such a long shot. So I'm just going to like have fun with it, like do things that like I knew that would never make it on the show. Yeah. Um, and somehow it kept clearing every stage gate. I was like, oh, this is actually like, I never in a million years thought it would happen. Yeah. So I think that was probably helpful. I don't know. And then there was, and then, you know, Matt, I don't know if you, are you okay with me bringing this up? 
Bring it up. Mention it all. Mention it all. So then Matt, <laughs> one year, um, after I was put on a holding deal for like a whole year, Matt got invited to audition as well. So both of us went in the same day to 8H. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I knew that story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I might and, have told you about it. Yeah. I, we, mm-hmm. I screen, Bowen screen tested four times. I screen tested twice. And they had us on holds for six months. Yeah. Both of you guys, friends. At the, It's so wild. What a story. I know. It's, one it's crazy. Day, one day it'll all get fleshed out in something we do because it really is a crazy story the, uh, the, my favorite story about it my favorite short story about it is that they put us in the same dressing room the second time we were screen testing and yeah. I think they thought like oh yeah Matt and Bo in their cell dressing room like they, they're, they'll love to be together this day but it's like a really high stakes day yeah, you yeah. want to be by yourself you yeah. want to be by yourself like I love my it's sister like Simon but, like, Cowell says in American Idol you guys aren't really friends because you're competing against each other well yeah I mean and Simon <laughs> was there that's another thing that snl does now is simon, they, send they, bring si- in simon. they send simon into every room and he sort of, i heard i heard yeah he, and he sort of says he says you're dreadful you know he does his whole simon thing. he says you're yeah. dreadful oh. and it's the real simon cowards and not even wow. daryl hammond matt it's was that one really of your terrible. audition like impre- <laughs> impressions that yeah that's incredible. that's what they missed out on I, you know? my, I close my eyes it's like i'm talking to simon it's crazy. <laughs> but they basically were there we're there like it's our they have our second screen test. We've been on hold for months. You're not allowed yeah. to do anything else while you're on hold. Mm-hmm. And we're like both rehearsing our characters. And one of Bowen's characters that he was re- auditioning with was the choking victim in the side. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, mo- <laughs> the model for the choking poster. Um, yeah. So and it was like kind of tense in the room because we were both like focused on the audition. But at one point, Bowen was just like... <clears throat> Just, just making gag sounds. Just yeah. like making gag sounds and like rehearsing his coughing. And I turned to him and I was like, they all sound the same. <laughs> I was like, I'm here too. <laughs> I know. And, and we laughed and I it was good. That we, la- we laughed, we laughed, we laughed. That's good though. It builds, it builds a stronger bond. Yeah. And look, we're, we're, we're both okay now. We're both Everything great. worked out exactly Everything like exactly, it did. Always out. does. Always does. Here's my question that I had. Yeah. Uh, how do you, because I, just the one time I hosted, I know what the grind is, and everybody talks about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just the hours and the hours and hours. How do you, like, for example, right now, are you in New York right now? I am. Okay, so how do you balance all of that work and then do this? Oh, well, this is, I mean, I, I've had to like recalibrate like my relationship with the podcast for the last year because, like, Matt's like heard me say that, like, sometimes I'm like, I'm too burnt out to do this right. like for the next few weeks. But then he kind of, snapped me out of that one day by just being like, well, when I do the podcast with you, it's I don't consider it to be work. It's just me hanging out with my friend. And I was like, that's the way I have to frame it is that yeah. it's not actual work. And it's and, and he's right. It's not me like sort of tricking my mind into thinking something that it's that's not true. It's it is true that this is not actually it's just hanging out laborious. It's look just at hanging it. It's out. just us hanging out. But do you feel that way about Smartless? Yeah, absolutely. My God. I look forward to it. I'm, by the way, we spent so much time anyway. Like I was just at Jason's house last night, Ugh. and um, me and Scotty like started getting into football, like enjoying. Football. Oh yeah, the big game. Yeah. All the- <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people watched football last night who normally don't watch football. I yeah, it was really, really exciting. Wait, yeah, what um, happened? What was the what was the match? Was it Chiefs Chiefs versus the. 49ers Packers no oh, the who no it was it was Kansas City uh, and and the um and the and the and uh uh the Broncos sounds like you didn't enjoy Bron- it that much I don't remember. but anyway but me, of course anytime a football player like got tackled or bent over me and Scotty my husband are like 
come on. Any fart noises. <laughs> you gallows humorist. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so so we, we enjoy hanging out on the podcast and outside of the podcast. I, I mm. laugh. They make me laugh so hard. They're so, so funny. Yeah, it's so dumb. Like the dumbest, stupidest fucking jokes ever. Yeah. I feel like you guys have that perfect intersection of smart and stupid, which is like, which is heaven, which is what Conan says is like heaven. Like, it's- yeah, because we're, we don't know anything. <laughs> about you think we anybody do? or anything <laughs> and we claim to be a pop culture podcast yeah you guys know but you're singing songs at the top that i had no idea i have no idea what those are what are we saying oh so we sing taylor, taylor swift, swift. you don't have oh, to worry taylor, about i know some taylor but yeah, i don't know yeah, that yeah. 10 minute song good god good Can't god i think oh, i'm off are, would you consider yourself would you identify bowen as being off book on the 10 minute all too well i told you i said on this very podcast that yes, the day did, after did, it was released me and Gail King are both on the <laughs> studio floor at SNL watching Taylor do both both versions of the song, yes. Address and Air, and both Gail and I holding each other's hands. <laughs> Sorry, this is me name dropping, but like... I love it. And then, and, and then and Ryan Reynolds turning to me and going, you know all the words. How do you know all the words? This, song's, this song hasn't been out for like more than 36 hours. I was like, I know. Just don't sir, question it, sir. I don't <laughs> think you understand, sir. <laughs> You're like, how do you not? How who do you do, not? Sean, who do you, sorry to say, but Stan? Like, who's your number one? Yes. Oh, I think I know the answer. To this. I know the answer to this. My number one what? Number like, one, like, pop star, diva. Who's your girl? I feel like I, the, the answer has to be, can I, can I answer uh, for you? Well, it's different than what my character from Will and Grace was. Yeah, I know. Well, I, was gonna, I, I don't want to assume, but. But that moment know. was oh, so. Oh, sure. S- who doesn't, by the way, who doesn't love Cher? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, okay. But, sorry but, to, but, yeah. But, but I, but see, this is like, this is interesting. I'm a gay who didn't like I didn't grow up around Judy and Barbara and Cher yeah, and yeah. all of those things. Not they're all phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I was Depeche Mode, New Order, Erasure, the uh-huh. Cure, Erasure, and and Morrissey and the Smiths and like uh-huh. that's all the music I listened to and revered. Right, and then cool and Billy Joel and Elton John. Like I never really was that, but I love musicals. Can I throw something out there? And yeah. it, this is. Dilly departed. Were you a Meatloaf fan? No, I mean I love the songs, but yeah, okay. You know. I I was reaching there, but I mean Meatloaf did pass, and so I I had to um I had to ask because you were sort of saying theater and also rock music. Yeah, no, but I love me, those. Oh, and that is the perfect intersection. Yeah, yeah, not for nothing. Not what you think. That's what we sang in Q Force. You sang it in Q Force. You did. Yeah. Well, then what? Then, then then what's the answer to the question? All those all those bands, all those people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, great boy shit. Boy shit. Well, to me, but, but where I went to school and college and stuff, it was it was like the the alternative group. So it's yeah. weird, like like I don't know if you guys know Chicago very well, but there was a place called Medusa's, and Melissa McCarthy went there at the same time I went there. But we never oh, wow. knew each other. Wow. It was wild. I mean, we talked about like how that one. It was a juice bar for eighteen and over, right? No alcohol. Yeah. So it was, but they would play. It was a place where like skinheads and gay guys and gay girls and everything in between and like. You know, people who like with tattoos, like we all kind of met and went. That's the uh, freaks, the uh, outcasts, the yeah, weirdos, right, those from right. the other side of that's the right. tracks. That's exactly right. Yeah. 100%. That was my crowd. I love that. And so you do compartmentalize like the share, the Judy, the like the, the Barbara's. You like that. That's Jack and that's not Sean. Yeah. I mean, not that I don't yeah. appreciate that, but no, that, I get it. I get it. Then I, then I apologize for presuming that, but I just feel like. What I think is remarkable, and Matt, tell me if you agree, 
Mm-hmm, I will. I feel like the whole convention and share impersonations that is, oh, that yeah. is a Sean Hayes invention. <laughs> that it's, is Jack. Because no one else was doing it before. Well, oh. thanks. Yeah, it's she just is kind of um, end every single word in, in O. Oh. No, you would be, well, but you have to take the last vowel of any word and put an O in. So you would be Bowen Young, right? <laughs> oh, no. but and see, you would be Matt Rogers. See, <laughs> I feel like... That's the rule. That's the rule. Okay, okay. That's the rule. That is 100% the established rule. But Sean, and I, and please do not take this the wrong way, but I feel like the whole is, that is one of the best non-impression impressions. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, is, it is, we recognize it as being part of the like, yeah. lexicon of share and, and being the, in that lexicon of share impression yes. and, and my friend dave anderson who's one of the funniest people alive me and him used to do that all the time i, I kind of got uh-huh, uh-huh. That from him too so he's he's great you know what's funny like on rupaul's drag race like they, a couple years ago and i felt bad for some of the queens who like culturally you could tell we're just not familiar with share because rue has it in their head <laughs> well if you don't know share you can't win drag race it's right. like very much like this weird <laughs> thing that rue has right, right. but i remember they did like an episode where they all had to do a share impression and dance and sing. Yeah. And like the queen that ended up getting like voted out was like, Rue was like, we didn't see any share. Like you didn't do any of the stuff. And it was so clear what they wanted was, Oh, it was so clear. They wanted something that was more you doing share than it was share. That it's like, it's truly moved into being the share. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You know, I was thought that too about Saturday Night Live because I was such a huge SNL fan when I was in high school too, when I was in grade school and high school. And then of course, forever and ever. But I feel like everybody would go back to school on Monday doing impersonations of the of the yes. actors and SNL impersonations. Yes. Right. So yes. we would do, we would do Billy Crystal's impression of Fernando. Uh-huh. Right? Or we would do Will Ferrell's um, George Bush, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. Maya Rudolph Donatella yes, is exactly. essentially like exactly. an insane Slavic woman. Like right. Not, <laughs> right. not Donatella Versace, but you never question it. I always felt like with impressions, and I don't, I'm obviously, you know, not an impressionist, but I've always felt like when I really enjoy an impression, yeah. it's more about the commitment and the joy and the discovery of something about it than uh-huh. it is accurate impressions. Like I kind of could care less that someone comes out and does an accurate thing. I just want to see something exaggerated about. Yeah. It's, yeah. Almost, it's almost too like um, in, in a TV show or a movie or something when an actor is like playing, you know, a famous person and I, I have the, well, no, their hair wasn't like this and I have to get this. Thing. And I feel like mm-hmm, nobody mm-hmm. gives a shit. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Because no. just, it's just your version of it. It's like, don't overthink it. Why am I it's, so angry about it? Matt got well, you. Matt rounds you up. I think, yeah. I think, I, th- I think, I think I wanted you to get pissed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, watch this. Watch this. Number one rated episode of Las Culturitas. <laughs> watch this. Sean I will Hayes say- absolutely brutalizes Nicole Kidman's Lucille Ball. <laughs> Brutalizes it. <laughs> I did not say that. No, you, you said nothing. I, I I used her as an example because it was so expert. Oh yeah, my thank god! You. Thank well, you. Sean, I will say before I forget or before the the opportunity leaves me, I feel like the I feel like one of the most influential comedic performances mm-hmm. for me growing up was Jack coming in on caffeine because <laughs> he's he's on a, he has a crush on the new barista downstairs or, or just the copy. I mean that like copy, it's yeah. just you coming in for like what one minute two minutes 
Yeah. Just just do it a little loop. It was very sweet to say that. They they wrote that. You know how like on a on a sitcom they they rewrite a lot as the week yeah. goes on as you rehearse, just like Saturday Night Live. And um and uh they wrote that huge monologue. It was like two pages long. And I was like, girl, I can't there's you cannot change a word of this because uh-huh. I, you can't hand this to me Monday night and expect me to tape it on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's you just can't because we don't have cue cards, so you have to memorize. Right, right. So, right. Uh, so they promised not to change a word. And I was just walk around my apartment just over and over and over. How many takes did that? Do you remember how many takes that was? Two. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did. I did one and I got it except for like the end. And then I got it. Did one more time. Two, you, two might as well be one for that. You know what I, you know, it's like, but all the other episodes, that was like 23 takes each. <laughs> each <scene. laughs> wow. Well, that's an efficient, like shoot schedule i mean like t- two pages and two takes yeah well J- well james burroughs jimmy burroughs you know was our director jimmy burroughs directed i don't know if you guys know every episode of cheers mm-hmm, every mm-hmm, episode mm-hmm. of like grace he directed friends mm-hmm. big bang theory two and a half men mary tyler moore taxi all wow. of those shows so he's like you know the steven spielberg of sitcoms mm-hmm. and uh and although jimmy would say or steven's like the jimmy burroughs of film uh-huh <laughs> But uh, but he's like my dad. He's the greatest guy ever. And um, he would work so, so, so fast. And so when I was doing like the like the my Rudolph had the my Rudolph show for five seconds it was like, right. Oh, one special. And everybody was working so fast, right? Because of Saturday Night Live. And because of Jimmy Burroughs, I was used to that pace. But it would scare a lot. Not necessarily that my Rudolph show, but other shows like that or Maya Marty or whatever sketch show. I like the fast, 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 fast. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are like, wait, I have to find my character. I everyone else is freaked yeah. out by it yeah yeah, yeah but well, I, it's so I, different now i mean like there's, there's just not a lot of multi-cam happening it's funny because like whenever you get auditions for them it's and nowadays it's like you have to kind of snap out of like what they train you to do for a single cam because like i remember when i was when i was doing pilot season a couple of years ago um it was just like to get that random little multi-cam that'd be in there it was like wow it's like a completely different performance yeah. Um, mode to be Matt, Matt. What is your what is the dream for you? What I, I've asked you. I, I, I'm I'm actually about to start. I start shooting next week the show with Molly. I'm on. I love that for you, which is the Vanessa Bayer and oh, Molly Shannon and Jennifer. Oh, as a Lewis regular, show. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my God, my favorite people all in one show. That's I know you texted me. You, you want to know what it is? Like it got greenlit so long ago. You yeah, did text me, and I this and this is what I just like. I had to shake my head at my luck that I get Sean Hayes to text me congratulations on something <laughs> no. like that. I mean, you're just the best. And just just to everyone out there knows, like he is that kind of guy. Yes, like, he I, I, I'm rooting for both of you all the time. I just love, love, love watching talented people win. And so, mm. but, 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 and Jeremy Byler, who I yes. love, for, he's like the greatest ever. I just, I'm really, I, and I will so say, like, great. we've had the table reads now, and Jennifer Lewis is in the show, and wow. it's just, it's just un. Real. I mean, I I can't believe I I, I always stop short of being like I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky because I did work hard. So yeah. I I feel very fortunate for it. But you can't from, from be just really really quick. Just from this side, you could have worked harder. But keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw me slacking every day. Yeah, I'm just he is saying, my boss. He gets no. You get to make a job assessment. I'm looking on at me. that outside in, outside in, outside in. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I mean, I I just it's it's really crazy. I mean, you asked like when we started the podcast, Bowen and I started. You know, six years ago when we were truly both like, okay, and remember, guys, please come see our show at UCB. It's on Thursday at 730. Hope to see you there. Like, and now, 
you know, it's different. It's um, so great. It's so exciting, both of you. It's just thrilling. I I genuinely, truly mean, I just love when good peop- good things happen to good people. That's very nice. Because you, you know what? Right. Yeah. We all know when good things happen to bad people. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that happens I might all be the someone's example. I might, be, I might be someone's example of that. Owen, <laughs> shut up. I really do. It's okay. Who out there thinks you're a bad person? Plenty of people. No, they don't. He's no, trying to start a villain origin story no, for himself no, right now. He wants know, to be like Batman. <laughs> someone, someone's, I was just tired today after work and someone sent me a DM of, is this you? And it's just um, a <laughs> big pile of shit. A big, well, no, well, it was basically <laughs> like a picture <laughs> of like two you? guys, like two ripped guys taking a mirror selfie. And then there's like a middle-aged Asian man, you know, behind them both. And it's, it's, it's a little dark, but I was just like, I'm blocking this person. So I did it. But now I'm like, well, this person think of me as a bad person who, and then they think, well, he doesn't, he's, well, I know, but I know the real Bo and Yang behavior, which is that he blocks you. If you DM him something that you think is funny, you know, like that. I, I think to he's too online and you're too online. Uh, if that's the way you're both thinking. Terminally online, absolutely, and it must end. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that you know, the first time uh, I was nominated for a Golden Globe, I, we went to the Golden Globes as a cast, and I sat there in the t- on the television tier, right, because mm-hmm. they they put you <laughs> back just to yeah. make sure you know your place. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and you got to so, walk down a couple steps. Yeah, God, that's exhausting. <laughs> I won't live in a two story house ever. <laughs> <laughs> I put my time in at the Golden Globes. <laughs> I climb it anymore. <laughs> so, um, and I looked around and I, and, and I do have a point. So hang in there. I looked around and I saw like, Oh my God, there's literally there's Tom Cruise and mm-hmm. Meryl Streep came over to say hello. Like all these people were just incredibly star studded. And you go, the first thought in my head was, boy, we're all lucky. Mm-hmm. We're all uh-huh. lucky because, yeah. because yes, everybody has talent, whatever on some level, even the people that aren't famous and that even, even everybody working in a place somewhere in the middle of, of nowhere, course. we all have ta- like, there's all talent, right? Mm-hmm. But we all got lucky. And I say that because so many people that I know could have played Jack that are friends of mine. They could have just played Jack. Why it happened to me? I have no idea because I yeah. got the right appointment on the right day at the right time. So mm-hmm. whatever it is. And that's why I think, uh, it, it can, it can really, really happen to anybody. I always say to kids when I talk to them at high school or college, I was like, pointing to myself if this idiot can make it happen literally literally anybody can <laughs> it's true well we could dispute that because you yeah. are no, no. you are an icon and <laughs> so good um so but I, I understand the spirit of what you're saying which yeah. is that there's so many i mean and, and then and then wait really quick and then bowen and and matt having met now worked having been working in this business for 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 now i don't know however long you guys have been working is now that you've met famous mm-hmm. people and now mm-hmm. you are famous yourselves, mm-hmm. don't you go, oh, everybody's the same. Everybody, yeah. like nobody's better than anybody. Nobody's worse than anybody. Yeah. Everybody's just like all humans. We're mm-hmm. all the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes away the stigma of like putting them on a pedestal, right? It's just like, <sighs> oh, you do what I do. I do what you do. Everybody does the same. We're on the same business together. Nobody's better. Yes, but what I find interesting is, and what I think about when I think about Smartless is that I'm like, oh, these three people are from this, like, this this really great, like, t- 
time in, I don't know, the culture that I still do put up on a pedestal. Cause I'm just like, cause now I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like notorious right yeah. now in a time that's very like Warholly and like everyone's famous. Like uh-huh. it, that, it doesn't really mean much. I take me everything like, I just said back. I do it too. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Like, you say that. I think of like, it, I yeah, ran into Carol right? Oh my God, you're Carol Burnett. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, come I on. feel like it just that gets passed down. And like, I, I, I really do like, you know, I don't know. Like when, when Bateman hosted, I was like, I can't believe I'm like in this, in this sketch with Jason Bateman, you know, like it's, it's, it's all these things that I think, um, I don't know. I guess it's a generational yeah, phenomenon. I think people people also over time become pros. You know what I mean? That's another thing is it's just you get good at at doing this thing that from when you were a kid was a dream. Like yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. like sometimes I'll tell my parents about something I'm doing and they're like, "Wait, what? That's so cool." And I'm like, "Oh, wow, that's I was just thinking of it as a work thing." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right, it is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. You, and, and it's it's interesting like I remember being that like you know, server in my early 20s, like I would watch like the Emmys from my restaurant job. You know what I mean? And and then like over time, it's like, you know, you think it seems so far away and you see yeah. success feels so far away. And then like even going through like the UCB system and knowing people now in the entertainment industry, it's like there really is not that much difference from people that are working right now and people that are not. So I think that, yes, I uh, and I, I don't say that to drag anybody. I just kind of say that to, tell everyone that's out there still attempting this to hang in there. Yeah, because for sure. We, because we aren't, it, it's not like it was back then where you had yeah. to be Carol Burnett to be Carol Burnett. Like right. <laughs> now it's kind of like with the single cam of it all, like you can just figure it out. <laughs> you can just shoot your eyes up, put it on YouTube and you're starting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. and I'm, I'm kidding. But like, you know, what's funny, I, I was going to bring up, I was, some reason I, I fell down like a YouTube wormhole last night of Jane Krakowski on Allie McBeal singing the music in the mirror. Like she did, they, they, for some reason, like let her sing music <laughs> in the mirror from chorus line. And she did the entire number. And I was like, this is a freak of nature yeah. talent that like broke through then and is still around. And that's yeah. the same with you. And we've also been talking about like, you know, we're, we're watching and just like that and how like, you know, we, we are enjoying the show, but really miss Samantha because What's Samantha like Jones, that? it's, it's oh the sex God. of the city. Yeah. So um, like Samantha Jones <laughs> and I, I, what my point is like Samantha Jones and Jack McFarlane, I think are the yes. two iconic performances. <laughs> That's agree. what I would say. I sweet. agree. You're very sweet. Um, I am. Yeah. We're rolling, right? Yeah. The, um, we're still rolling. <laughs> Oh, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so, uh, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, I had something to say. Oh, yes. When I, 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 we have to, I have to take some of that back. I, like, I wasn't kidding because when I, they were casting Jack's dad for Will and Grace, mm-hmm. um, they wanted um, John Ritter from Three's Company. Right. Oh, wow. And I used to watch Three's Company as a kid all the time. And he called me because he couldn't do it because of scheduling stuff, but he wanted to so bad. So he called oh, that would have been perfect. Me. I know. Perfect. Right. And because um, I, I was obsessed with his physical comedy. Right? I mean, yeah. And, um, and, it was so wild to get that phone call. Yeah. And I was like, he's like, oh my God, I'm such a fan. I'm like, of me? That's so crazy. Yeah, Sean. I mean, what do you think it's like? That's just what I'm trying to get across. Like, you know, for someone like us, like, I think this, this you is are Sean down. Hayes. Yeah. Like, you are, you, are, you are the gold I feel, standard. I feel we're all equal. Everybody's equal. Uh, <laughs> no. They're not. <laughs> They're not. They're not. But, but, that, but that's nice culture, of you. It's actually a rule culture number 30. Everyone's equal. It's not, They're, They're not. not. <laughs> not. <laughs> 
there's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. 
feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. I think it's time to ask Sean the question. We got it. Oh, okay. Eight, eight inches cut. Okay, great. <laughs> There's another question. We have, we, have, we have another one? Yeah. Sean Hayes, what is the culture that made you say culture is for me? This is like the pop culture. I mean, you, you kind of answered this already with like Depeche Mode and with like the Smiths. And, yeah, uh, uh, stuff, well, that's right? interesting. I don't know if I'm answering the question right, but um, when I was a freshman, I think, in college at Illinois State University, one of the greatest universities in the country, uh, mm-hmm. the, the song A Little Respect by Erasure, Ooh, the yeah. number one song. And um, do you know the song? Yeah, yeah. Have a little respect to me. Yeah, they they. I I. It's embarrassing how I discovered it, but it was in looking the series, and yes. I was like, "What is this oh, song?" You never and heard I, it before. I had never heard it before. Oh yeah. my god. Okay, so I remember being in freshman college. That song's underrated. Everybody loves it. Everybody in the country like it was number one song in America, and it was number one song in England. Of course, Andy Bell, the lead singer of Erasure, was out. Was a yeah. gay, proud, uh, proud out gay man mm-hmm. in 1988. Yeah, this is before Madonna's Truth or Dare, where everybody's like, "What are gay people?" Was mm-hmm. the other guy? Was the other guy? Was it the Vince? Vince Bell? Uh, Vince, uh, 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 Andy Bell, and uh, oh, Clark. Vince Clark, Vince Clark, Vince Clark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, was, uh-huh. who wrote all? Who wrote uh, all the music for Depeche Mode and Yaz? Uh huh. So Vince Clark wrote "Just Can't Get Enough." Yeah, I just can't get enough. and then he wrote. Um, you know, move, uh, blue eyed dress for every situation, right? Uh, mm. Moving through the doorway of the nation. <laughs> been a long time, been a long time now. I'll get you somehow. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, he would. You guys have to pay the right for the rights to those, or no? No, 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 no. Yeah. And I, I and, so, and they and our any song Sean Hayes things, we have to take the rights. Guys, we didn't yeah. make money this week. We paid eight thousand dollars in music rights. <laughs> if they had, if they had to do that for our podcast, we we would be. Bowen and I would be in debt forever. Yeah. A lot of this is just us breaking out into song. Okay, good. I love it. <laughs> okay, so sorry for such a long answer to your question, Bowen. So no, uh, no. So uh, Vince Clark and just a little respect. Little respect. A little respect. Uh, a little respect. So um, I was obsessed with the song and the and the group. And then of course, I'm, I you meet your gay friends in college. You're like you're mm-hmm. gay too, and you're gay too. And this is before internet and phones and everything. So. Uh, my friend Randy, one of my best friends still, funniest fucking guy ever, gay, proud, out, love him. He is like, you know that guy's gay. And I'm like, who? He's like the lead singer of Erasure. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, it didn't, uh-huh. I couldn't comprehend that someone in the entertainment industry could make money at what they love to do and be out. That's mm-hmm. so interesting. And I was like, floored by that. I was like, how is this guy have a job making albums? I don't understand. And I'm sure there are people before that that I'm not talking about. But for me, my awareness at 18, and and I came out at 18 too as well, mm-hmm. to my family and friends. And uh, so that was just a big, big turning point for me. That's a great answer. Yeah. That's a great answer. Ola Moore is like a song that I put on like every Pride playlist every summer. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, this is such a beautiful... It's not, it's a, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's a literal love song. You yeah, know? It's, for sure. Um, sure. Yeah. I, oh, I, that's, I, uh, I just know every, and then I would go to all their concerts and then I ran into him on, on, uh, yeah. Rose, like decades uh, later. And I was like, Oh my God. And he, I go, what are you guys doing tonight? And he didn't know who I was. And he goes, uh, 
then he he, he does. Does now. he know now? He must yeah, know went to now. A concert, like maybe five years ago, and he's like, "How do you memorize all those all those lines?" Not just ask me that. It's like you do it all the time. <laughs> you sing your songs. <laughs> I know, um, but anyway. Um, he was nice. He was nice. Uh, it's interesting that you say like that visibility was so important to you and that it was like a turning point because you say you you came out to friends and family when you're 18, 19 in college. 18, yeah, yeah. And then when did you get when did you. So Will and Grace was your breakout, right? Like and at what yeah. point did that happen? Ten years after that. Ten mm-hmm. years after that. So I'm assuming that you live life throughout your 20s, like sort of like, you know, being Sean, who's oh, gay. the gayest person alive. Yeah. Right. And then you get this part, which yeah. is Jack, who's capital G gay. Yeah. And, you know, a threshold opens um, in terms of television representation. And yet you still, because of the time period, have to sort of recede from that public. Yeah. Area. I mean, I didn't have to, but I didn't come out on the a lot of people's terms because it's not right. theirs, but we were also getting death threats and, you know, mailed to the thing. And we would get letters like this one woman sent us a letter. You're going to hell, but I love the show. And I was like, <laughs> what? And so, uh, so it scared me. I was young and I didn't have the DNA to be a spokesperson for the entire gay community. I, I still right. don't, I still don't want the job. I'm just a stupid fucking dumb actor. Right. You know, so I don't, I don't have the, I'm not slick enough to be that person. I, I, I gotta say, like, this is what I've learned about myself, at least, or just about, like, being queer on, like, a, on a somewhat visible platform, is that I'm, like, people will always, in such bad faith, like, misinterpret who you are. Mm. And I feel like, I feel like when you were on Will and Grace, the potential for that was probably, like you say, like lethal. Like it was, it was, da- it would have been very dangerous for you. I yeah. truly believe this. I really believe that, like, because people knew my address, people were coming to my house, and I yep. was so scared. I wasn't brave, and I should have. No, 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 no. This is what I'm saying is that, like, I'm kind of like, God, if you guys, if this general audience cannot handle, like, me. I've, I've said, I've talked about this too much on this podcast, but if, if a general audience has trouble like swallowing me or making sense of like who I am when I'm on their TV, I'm like, I'm like, okay, then like. And the headline I think probably is, and, and this comes with age and wisdom and experience and building confidence and self-esteem is that the more you that you can be, the more successful you will be in all areas of life, relationships, jobs, everything. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, it took, it took me a long time to realize that. And so, you know, again, going back to the, you only live for five minutes, you know, we're only here for yeah. five minutes. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's too exhausting as you know, as we all know, to yes. live any other way. Yeah. Were you into erasure? Was that, was that around the same time as George Michael going solo or was that? Before? Yeah, no, he went to uh, 1990 was, Freedom? Freedom, yeah. Whatever freedom, album freedom that 90? Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We went to an 80s party th- this summer, and um, my friends and I were like, fucking George Michael. Yeah. Like, he yeah. fucking, like, was out here sucking dicks in bathrooms. Yes, he like, was. not giving a shit. Like, yeah. bravo. Like, yeah. we owe... I feel like we owe a lot to the 80s, to, like, the the queer yes. men in the 80s who were, like, doing it. Yes, because the, the, the year that album came, although George wasn't out then, but... Uh, publicly in, in 1990, but that I keep going back to 1990 because it was Vogue came out and Madonna was a, such a huge, huge, huge thing. And 
I don't know. I feel like it was like you're saying it was all kind of around the same time, late eighties, early nineties, that people just got fed up with with mm-hmm. being, hiding, hiding. Yeah. yeah, in that way. But I also think like you know we've seen it because it's the fact is like I think that there's all this queer representation now, but you forget like that it, in terms of the grand scheme of things, like that's like a blink of an eye, like like a like a second click on the talk. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, sure. on the talk. A second like tick on the clock of <laughs> um like history where it's been even okay to say that you are, you know, different in any way. And so yeah. I just can't imagine like I get a little bit of a glimpse of what Bowen um goes through like you know, in terms of like what he represents to people. I think it's an I think it's an absolute binary thing. Like if 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 people get angry at you doing something, I don't know. I feel like your brain processes it the same way. Sorry. Yes, no, but I, I agree. But I think Bone wa- watching you on Saturday Night Live, it's 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 what I'm saying. It's because you don't make excuses, you don't make apologies. This is who I am. And the audience fucking loves you for it. Everybody loves that about not only you, but anybody who embraces themselves and you did it. So I don't think anybody thinks about it. Imagine if Twitter was around like when Will and Grace oh first my started. God. People would have been, it would have been insane. Yeah. <laughs> People, it's like a zoo with no enclosures, even today in the year of our Lord 2022, when everyone knows better. Like fucking 1999. Did you ever like go on like a message board and be like, I wonder what the folks think of my performance? <laughs> I mean, we've all looked, right? But yeah. Yeah. Now, just like, like if somebody writes a, a hateful thing on like Instagram or something, all I do every time is I just go, oh, I love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I Tell love, them I love you. I love you. Yeah, 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 there yeah, you go. yeah. They're like, ah, they short circuit. They don't know what to do with that. Well, they They're, do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yes. When you kill them, when you kill them, kindness. I mean, did, did anything fundamentally change when you guys brought it back? Like in terms of, or did it just feel like you were just putting on? Yeah, no, it just felt like. old hat. Uh, well, you know, the, the the reboot you mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the we 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 did that. Um, um, what's it called? The election video. And yeah. So it was just right. to get our point of view out. We hadn't seen each other since the show ended, and we did it all. The crew did it for free. We did it for free. Uh, the writers did it for everybody. Came together in a secret um, stage that was like it was like a stage underneath the building on the CBS Radford lot, and um, and we shot this thing and. We're like, bye, everybody. It was so great to see you. Oh, my God. We haven't seen each other so long. And we kissed and we cried. And it was so fun. And then <laughs> we put it online. And it was like millions and millions and millions of people. Bring it back. Yeah. We're like, what? And then so uh, Bob Greenblatt, who's a friend of mine, he was running NBC. He was like, I think we should. Would you guys ever want to do this? Mm-hmm, if we had dinner mm-hmm. right here in this dining room. Ah. Uh- I'm sitting at the dining room table. I can't. Oh my God. Yeah. Everything's Uh, so sharp. It's like American psycho. It's very scary the way you live. (laughs) And, and we all ate here and we all discussed it. And we're just like, yeah, I think we talked about stories that we could do. And I think there's some unfinished stuff. So that's how that happened. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. And God bless. Love it. And we were all the better for it. Are you excited to go back to Chicago? Does it stress you out? Do you like going back to Chicago? I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. It's the great, it's a great city. I love it so much. I, you know, so many friends there and family and, I just, I, it's. You love pizza. I, I love, love pizza. pizza. <laughs> I love the Chicago food. It's so good. You love pizza. You love the ball games. that really feel it as we Celery know. Celery sports guy it's Cigars. Now. Like, <laughs> cigars. Bring them on. Like, Absolutely. Just beer, canned beer. 
Oh, the big old beers. I love those. Those are so amazing. <laughs> you know, I actually just went to Chicago to do a show last uh, last month. I was touring with a show and I stayed in a hotel that was across the street from Wrigley Field. And there is that little boy in me that like had a sports dad that was like, this is dark. Wrigley Field. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. It I mean, is. it really is. It's like those things are like landmarks, like Fenway Park, Wrigley Field. Like these are just like a two minute walk or a minute walk from there is Boys Town. Yes. Yeah. 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 Talk about balls. Talk about, ah, you beat me to it. Play ball. Sure did. Let me tell you uh, something. I'm younger, I'm quicker, and I'm coming up right behind you, you <laughs> stupid fucking bitch. You should never have emboldened me. <laughs> emboldened. Oh, yeah. wow. But, um, guys, I can feel her wrapping up because I'm gay and I'm sensitive. Uh, no, uh, no, no, no. We have to do I Don't Think So, honey. We have to do I Don't Think So, honey. What's that? So you okay. did, you're such a you, what you weren't you weren't briefed. We have a big segment coming up. It's called I don't think so, honey. It's the whole thing. Oh, do it. Well, you're well, <laughs> you you're have gonna to do, do it too. too. Okay, let's do it. I don't know what it is. Wait, why were you saying you were sensitive? No, because I wanted to mention hypochondriactor. Oh, wait, we gotta we gotta mention hypochondriactor. Tell talk to me about it. Wednesdays, thanks. What's it called? Yeah. <laughs> you have two. Okay. Overachiever. Okay. So I have. He's a television icon. He's got two podcasts. We only so have. Hypochondriactor. I do it with my friend, Dr. Priyanka Wally, who's a stand up comedian and a certified doctor, like an incredible doctor. Uh, and she, uh, we, because I'm obsessed with medical stuff, always have been. I always say, name a part of my body. Anything on me, I have a story about it, except for my gallbladder. That one's fine. But anything on my body. That's you, wow. Yeah. You can say anything. That's a problematic one for so many people. Yeah, right. But I love, love, love medical stories. So I asked David Letterman once, I was like, you know, what do you, what do you like talking about? So I can, whenever I come on, he's like, oh my God, always medical stories. I love, I'm like, me too. <laughs> for you but, specifically? Or just you, well, no, in he general? just loves medical stories. Him like, as a hypochondriac oh reads to me a hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. So I was, I'm obsessed. So I was like, let's just start a, a, a podcast called I'm an actor who's a hypochondriac. Let's call a hypochondriactor. And so uh, we have guests come on and they talk about their medical issues. And uh, it's it's just fantastic. And we get to break it down and make fun of it and then be serious about it. Has Have you guys talked about shingles yet? Yeah, of course. Oh. I got my shingle shot. Don't get me started. <laughs> What's your most <laughs> iconic medical issue you've ever had? Ready for this? You yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I woke up. Uh, in 2017, three days before the premiere of the reboot of Will and Grace, I think it's 2017. And I was like, in three in the three o'clock in the morning, I was like, oh my god, my stomach hurts. Oh my god, my stomach hurts so bad. What is that? I'll just go back to sleep. Oh my god! And uh, appendix like, burst? Nope. I thought I thought that's what I thought it was. My fucking small intestine burst open. Oh! And I, and I had to have emergency surgery. I almost fucking died. And Shut so up. I swear to God, they went in there, they cut it out, and they taped it back together and i went on dr oz to talk about it you fuck and i said <laughs> and i dr oz goes in all my experience i've never heard this happening because usually it happens in like the lower the large intestine or the bowel or the stomach or the colon or whatever but never in the small intestine right next to your stomach so it was it was crazy i could go on oh and on about the whole thing. my god that is freakish yes and then i took uh, uh well i can't can i say the name of the drug yeah, say sure. the name of the drug. Say the name of every drug you've ever taken. <laughs> Into the I, hard stuff. I, t- I took OxyContin. They put it on me for pain. For pain, I was yeah. like, Hell it's yeah. not going to work. I'm too sensitive to all drugs. I hate drugs. I'm not. It's not going to work. And they you loved it. Let me tell you something. Yeah, no, no, I hated it. So oh, okay. let me tell oh, you, you something. Hated it? What? This is what's so fucking crazy. Is it fucking takes the pain away? Like yeah. I had no pain. I never knew. I didn't think it was going to work, and it worked. <laughs> but you know what it does? 
put me in a dark, 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 dark hole, depression, massive. I was like, I gotta get off this stuff. It's horrible. It's horrible. I don't it really, it re- I've been on it a, a couple times and it's, it's crazy. It's the worst. It's the worst drug ever. Like the second time I, 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 I had to get my, I had a surgery on my nose and um, like my mom was like, the second you don't need these, we're throwing them away. Yeah. And I was like, good, I was like, good. why? And she's like, cause you're going to get addicted to them. And then you punch and yourself was, in the face. You're like, Oh, it's still broken. I need them. <laughs> but wait, but wait a minute. I, but really quick. And then we can move on. I'm sorry. But the, the other thing, this just happened to me last week. I had a colonoscopy. You guys, when you hit <gasps> colonoscopy, so yeah. you, go, you go under, right? They stick a camera up your ass and smile. I'm like smiling, smiling camera. They stick it up there. And I, right before they, you know, you go under, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, I said, right before I went under, I said, uh, whatever you do, don't touch my asshole. <laughs> and, uh, but I, <laughs> come on, Brooks, of Smanskis. <laughs> Brooks, of Smanskis. <laughs> so i i went like this i i was sorry they were giving it to me and i go i'm really sensitive can you give me the propofol or whatever that's not gonna be out really yeah. well. like sure and my body started shaking that's a whole other story because that was my reaction to the drug and he's like can you just try to relax and i was like yeah i'm trying but you know it's just my reaction to the drug and then the nurse goes what did you think and i go about what and she goes about what just happened about the procedure i go what I know it's freaky. And she goes, yeah, you. I go. Are you telling me I you already did it? And she goes, yeah. I go. How long was I out? And she goes, twenty minutes. I go, twenty minutes. This is like fucking alien probe. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I've never like you, you time traveled. Yeah, yes, you time travel. It's crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. Anyway, hypochondriac yeah. every Wednesday. Let's start. Okay, listen, uh, the podcast king. Listen to both. Smart less on Mondays, even though they really don't need more numbers. To be honest with you, <laughs> I feel like enough people listen. But we, I, we're good. They got Hypo- Wondery and Amazon <laughs> Muscle, mm, whatever. Um, and hypochondriacters, uh, hypochondriacter uh, rather Get is right. on Wednesdays, and that's you listen to that after you listen to Lost Coach. Okay, ah, Lost Coach. All right, let's go. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. This is I Don't Think So, Honey. This is where we take one minute each to go off about something in culture to really have a polemic ready. So, yeah. Sean, we'll each do one first and then you'll 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 understand how it how it works, okay? You you say I don't think so, honey, blank your your topic. Okay. Okay, great. So, Matt, you want to go first? I you like something. First. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is Matt Rogers, I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Jenny Wynn of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay, let me tell you something right now. You should have been fired because you were bad on the show. First of all, let's just get that out in the open. Is Jenny Wynn good on the show? I don't think so, honey. Are her storylines fake? I do think so, honey. Is Dewey a pawn in her grand scheme to like seem like a normal, nice person we want to empathize with? I do think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. Jenny Wen, on top of all that, now these racist Facebook posts come out. 30 seconds. Cheering on, like, the mowing down of, like, protesters. Like, this is really, really dark. Racist, anti-vax, pro-Trump, Q, adjacent. Yeah, all of it. All of that. So we need to say goodbye to Jenny Wen. When seconds. now she needs to go because the Real House of Salt Lake City is in a disarray right now. We don't know what our cast can look like next year, but I know it can't have Jenny Wen Five on it. Five seconds. Mary Cosby, maybe we need you back. I no. don't know what to say, but the answer is I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute. Sean, do you watch Salt Lake City? No, I don't watch the. I don't watch the house. I've never. You don't do any housewives. I've never seen. You it. would enjoy it. I think I, I you feel would like enjoy I it. might enjoy it. You yeah. would love yeah. it. You know. You know who loves to jam about the housewives is Molly. Oh really? Does she watch Molly? It? Molly loves housewives. Bon Yang, would you be ready with an I don't think so, honey? If I said it was your time, 
I, I would be, but also uh, just the genuine of it all. Oh yeah, well, please. Like you said, deeply uncompelling reality show character. I was gonna, I was gonna say, like you know, she seems like a perfectly nice person, but now we know that is no longer true either. I mean, whatever. Let's just keep going. I mean, you can't be both. You can't be boring as a housewife and bad as a housewife and ineffective on television, and also a like, com- like it's, it goes beyond racist. The posts were like abhorrent. Yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah. They were, they, bad, were really they were really bad. It was like really, really it bad. was like the craziest relative you have, the person that influences them. Yes, That's how yes. bad the Facebook posts were. So she's got to absolutely go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's going to have to happen ASAP. Yeah. And I will stress, she's also bad on the show. She's bad TV. She's not even fun. Jenny, yeah. when? Now. When? Now. When is she going to go? Now. Now. All right. Um, so this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey, and his time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey, one word, names, titles for anything, movies, restaurants, people <laughs> even. I don't want to go to your restaurant called Tough It. I don't want to see your movie called... Arrival. Arrival. No, That's well, the there's some extent. Ever. <laughs> it really right. is. Doesn't apply to all movies, let's just say. But I don't want to talk to you if your name is Greg. Okay, it better be Greg John. Okay. Greg John, and then your last name is Jones. 30 I seconds. Want, I want more than one word in every single name, title of everything. Because guess what? My mm-hmm. brain can handle it, I promise you. And so can most people's. There okay? we go. Do not underestimate your audience. 15 seconds. G- let them think just a little bit. Get the gray matter going, okay? Beyonce, are you listening? Beyonce, are you listening? Add the Knowles back in. Add the Knowles Carter back in. I Three, promise you seconds. we will remember you. If you're good, we'll remember you. Trust me. <laughs> and that's one minute. Wow. A true... It's so crazy how you were like, I don't want to see your one name movie and then I say one film and it's, <laughs> you sort of well, you melted. Know, one of my I, favorite movies. The the, so the the thing, and I swear to God, this is the this is the first the first moment that I felt this was when Disney decided to rename Rapunzel Tangle. But that's not that's not a great example because Rapunzel is also one word. Yeah. But I, oh no, Frozen. It was going to be called the Snow Queen. Yeah. And then they changed it to Frozen. I was like, no, don't. Well, you do know that. why they did that? It's a marketing thing, so that they, they so that it could be marketed to girls and boys. Yes, they didn't yes. want. They, I knew that. Yes, I know why people do this because it's it's easier to remember. But I. I feel like we should start to move away from that as a culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, I I like what you're saying. My personal favorite thing is when someone has three names. Absolutely. Uh, and that's to me, you're, you're only that's, really going to be, that was going to be my thing. Now I got to think of something else. <laughs> Wait, Sean, what's your middle that. name? Patrick. Uh, see? Sean Patrick. Hayes. Sean Patrick. Hayes Irish. Very good. I used to, really start it. Okay. okay, Sean Patrick Hayes. This is a, this is Sean Patrick Hayes's I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People with three names. <laughs> oh, that's, First of all, it's too exhausting. I'm too tired. Oh, By the time I get God. to the end, I'm already sleeping. I'm so napping. tiring. And yeah. it's right. It's too much work. I think that it says something more about the person than the actual name. It says that you don't think you're good enough with just the two. Oh, my right? God. And you are. And I'm here to tell you, you are. There's no oh. need for the three. Nobody has time. Nobody thinks you're, be- you're better than the other person with just two. 30 it, seconds. You're just more work. <laughs> you better I'm keep not, going. I don't need the time. Honey, <laughs> that's it. 
Icon. Icon. See, he's so tired from saying all these three name names for all these years. He doesn't want to finish the rest of his album. Think so, honey. And twenty five seconds left. Seconds. And that's from someone who used to be called Sean Patrick Hayes. Listen, did you used to go by Sean Patrick Hayes? I did when I first started, and I was like, "This is exhausting." <laughs> I think it's kind of. I don't know. Like Sean I, Patrick I was going to say it. It rings nicely. It's very theater. I, I changed it to Sean P Hayes, and then just Sean Hayes. The middle initial is not is not a thing. I don't think. I don't know. Like uh, there was because there's so many Matt Rogerses in SAG when I joined and they were like, do you want to still be Matt Rogers? It, it, you should change it. And I was like, I'm not changing Matt Rogers. I am Matt Rogers. And they were like, you sure you don't want to be Matt R. Rogers? And I'm like, listen to what you just said. <laughs> listen to what you just said. Matt R. Rogers? No. <laughs> you laughed out of this town. Although thing. I have been doing this thing lately where I've been actually absentmindedly introducing myself as Matthew, which I like. I like that. Matthew Rogers. You know who I think is doing it to prank us? Who? Samuel L. Jackson. It's just it does it just doesn't doesn't roll off the time. Nobody calls him that unless he's introduced as that on a talk right. show. Yeah, he's or, Sam Jackson, I think, right? Like you probably Sam, know him. Sam. Yeah, I do know him. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. But does he do do you call him Samuel L? No. I call him Sam. Sam. I call him Sam, yeah. You ever call him Sam A? <laughs> no, but my <laughs> And uh, one of my godsons is Sam, Sammy, and I go, Sammy! Everybody wow. walks into a room. That's huge. Yeah, That's whatever. probably really a great thing to hear whenever he comes in. He, get, he just knows he's going to. He just rolls his eyes. Yeah. yeah you know, I this love- is actually, you know who I'm realizing this this whole, I don't think so, honey, you just did is fully dragging, and this is supposed to be an episode celebrating her, is my sister. Chelsea Ryan Rogers. Whose name is Chelsea Ryan Rogers. Her first name is Chelsea Ryan. Which I think is the chicest thing I've I think ever it's so heard. Chic. That like, is cool. And then she she hates it. She's like, no, just Chelsea. And I'm like, are Chelsea you kidding Ryan. me? Chelsea Ryan is, is that, like, it hyphenated or one word? No, it's Not two. It's like it's like it's like Mary Kate, like or Beth Ann. It's like Chelsea Ryan. I'm like Sarah I've Jessica. Never Sarah Jessica. Um. Well, listen, L- hypochondriactor is out on Wednesdays. Smartless is out on Mondays, which is two days before that. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a wow. media diet to me. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the double whams. Sorry, God. Sorry, God. Listen, <laughs> I, I would be remiss if I didn't say one more time. You really are the best. You are I, the best. I, I, it makes me so happy that you're you are in my life and you really did. You gave me such a gift there with with that role on Q Force, and I thank you for that. And you're just the best. And well, every time, I, every time I hear from you, I, and I, I just can't believe my life. Likewise, I, I love you. I'm I'm rooting for you, and I'm rooting for you, Bowen. And I love you guys so much. We love you. You're 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 a true hero. I never I never I don't really throw that word out, but I mean you're really you really are. So thank you for joining us. Thank you guys. And we end every episode of this podcast, believe it or not, with a song. The fart noise. Oh, gallows. Dallas. Um, what's the song, Bo? But you gotta have faith, 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 Wow, it really is. It's so like intense. It's so orgasmic. It's so toppy. Yeah. Toppy. You stay asking me to stay. Say please, please, please don't go away. That's getting us into right after. Yes. Um, wow, put that in the queue and smoke it. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and 
all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 